0: You want to say. Welcome to Woman Unplugged, a podcast of encouragement for today. Let's talk about the everyday matters of life: womanhood, motherhood, marriage, friendship, and more. We're all new to this thing called life. We've never done it before. Tune in to this podcast and be encouraged, inspired, restored, find new joy. And purpose as you grow into the woman you are called to be. Let's go! Welcome to the podcast, Woman Unplugged. I'm your host, Rosalie Elliott. Today is an exciting day as this is our premiere episode and I'm excited to dive in with you. I want to ask you a question. What does it mean to be a woman? What images, words, ideas come to your mind when you hear the word woman? Expectations? Status? Mother? Wife? Maybe best friend? Girl? Pressure? Beauty? Skills? There are endless things we can think of when we ask ourselves what it means to be a woman. And sometimes it feels like there are even more things the world around us has to say about what a woman is should or shouldn't do. Let's be real. Let's have an unplugged, unmasked talk about womanhood. As I've thought about this topic, I realized something very profound. Something that I believe can revolutionize the way we see ourselves as women. It will change how we do womanhood, motherhood, wifehood, sisterhood, and so on. Listen carefully. Before we learn what it means to be a woman... We must be daughters first. Let me say that again. Before we learn what it means to be a woman, we must be daughters first. What do I mean by that? Well, before someone becomes a woman, she is a girl. Before a girl recognizes she is her own person, she is a daughter, a baby, born to a mother and father. And what does it mean to be a daughter? That looks very different for everyone, which leads me to my next important question. What comes to your mind when you hear the word father, when you hear the word mother? How was or is your relationship to your parents? And how do you think they feel toward you? For some, that might mean pleasant or even fond memories of childhood. For others, it awakens deep pain, scars, or wounds that have never really healed. It does matter very much how we view our fathers and mothers and what type of relationship we had or have with them. For every woman is also a daughter. Every woman was once a girl whose views will eventually also shape how she sees God or a belief in the lack thereof, and that affects how she sees the world around her. It has been said many times that we live in a fatherless generation. Many families are broken. Many marriages have ended in divorce and the absence of a father has tremendous effects on so many. Even the absence of the love of a mother does not pass by without leaving deep wounds that will fester and get infected if not treated and healed. As I read through the book Not Forsaken by Louis Giglio, I've been finding myself dealing with my own pain and finding new healing and freedom. I highly recommend you read this book, regardless of your relationship with your father or mother. It is life-changing. Louis Giglio quotes A.W. Tozer when he says, What comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. Let me say that again. What comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. Let that sink in for a while. What do you think about God? As Oswald Chambers asked, Will we dare let God be to us everything He says He is? If we view God as a bearded old man who is keeping record of our good and bad deeds waiting to whack us over the head when we fail, we will live a life of feeling like we're never quite enough and if a God like that made us then what what does that make us? if God is an absent passive cosmic force of energy, then what do we do with that inherent longing inside of us to be loved without condition for someone to love us so much they will never leave us and if God is not If he does not exist, then what on earth are we doing on this earth? Where will we go after we breathe our last? And what does that say about the meaning of our existence? What's the point of life? But if we do dare to believe everything God says he is, we are talking about a God who is, who will never leave us, who formed us in our mother's womb, who looks at us and says, Wow, so good man, woman, I love you. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. I am so proud of you. You know what that sounds like? Yeah, like a really, really good and loving father. And it turns out that his precious son, Jesus, the one whom that good, good father gave for us all as a ransom, that son showed us so much of the father when he walked on this earth. He even said, when you see me, you see the father. And what did Jesus do? What do we see in Jesus? He loved, he healed, he accepted the outcast, opened blind eyes, set captives free, patiently taught, and ultimately laid his life down so we could be adopted into the family of God. Wow! Sweet friends, someone loves you so much, considered you so valuable. There is someone who is so good, perfect, and kind that he thought you were worth dying for. Maybe your relationship with your parents is a good one and you know you are loved and a loved daughter. If so, that's wonderful. Just imagine how much more perfect and good your Heavenly Father is then. But maybe your dad wasn't around. Maybe he left your family. Maybe he abandoned you or, you, or he hurt you with words or actions or he abused you in ways that are too painful to put in words. Maybe even your mother failed you in ways that have affected your entire life. If so, it might be very hard to see God as a loving father, as a gentle mother who, like a hen, gathers her chicks under her wings. Oh, sweet friends, God is not like your father or mother. He is so good. As Louis Giglio says, he is the perfection of our earthly father. Everything your dad was not, God is. Everything that you needed from your father, everything you longed for from your mother, that's what God is. That's who God is. He will never, never leave you nor forsake you. He promised, and God is not a man, that he would lie. When we step into that truth, take that leap of faith, and let God be everything he says he is, it changes how we see ourselves. It affects us as the daughters we are, and ultimately the women we are called to be. Just imagine, if you believe you're a beggar, homeless, without food or shelter, you will live a life on the streets, begging for food, making your bed wherever you might be tolerated. If you, however, believe that you're a daughter of not only a king, but the king of kings, you will not beg for food. You will go straight home to your castle, where fresh food, a warm bed, and your powerful and loving father is waiting for you. Are you ready to get your socks rocked off? Okay, listen to this. We actually were beggars. We were homeless orphans, stuck in sin, lost in our pain, never able to measure up to a beautifully and holy God. And that kind king of kings gave his most precious beloved son in our stead so we could have a place at the king's table, so we could be adopted, so we could walk with our heads held high in humbled confidence that we belong to the one who spoke creation into existence. You have been adopted into the family of God. And if you've never understood or accepted that sacrifice of Jesus, you can still be adopted into that family. Daughters of a king, they don't have to settle for that boy that never calls back. Friend, you don't have to wait for any crumbs that that guy you like might throw your way. Daughters of a king don't need to look a certain way, dress a certain way, or speak a certain way to be accepted. You don't have to achieve certain things to be accepted and received. So often we throw our pearls before the swine because we don't understand whose we are. I'll say that again. So often we throw our pearls before the swine because we don't understand whose we are. Adoption means you're in. You are as legitimate as a biological son or daughter. In God's family, there is no foster care. You aren't just temporarily taken care of, tolerated, kept alive. You are adopted. You were made not only to survive, but to thrive, to live a life of fullness. I am a mother of two. My goal in life is not only to keep my daughters alive, even though on on some days that might be the gist of my accomplishments for that day, and that's okay, but I want my daughters to grow up to live full lives, to become strong, loving women who personally know Jesus, who love people and care for what really matters in life. I want them to grow up to be women who know the love of a father and mother. They know laughter, fun, peace, and comfort when things aren't so funny. I want them to thrive. God is not a tyrant. You were made for more than survival. You are not a foster child when it comes to God. He adopted you. In Ephesians 1, verse 4-5, to we read, For He chose us in Him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in His sight. In love, He predestined us for adoption to sonship through Jesus Christ, or I'd say a daughtership, in my words, in accordance with His pleasure and will. In Romans 8, verse 15, we read, The Spirit you received does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you received brought about your adoption to sonship. God is all about taking care of the widows and orphans, placing the lonely in families, being a father to the fatherless, leading out the prisoners with singing. We read that in Psalm 68, verse 5 to 6. Because of what Jesus did, we are co-heirs with Christ. Just imagine what type of men and women we would become if we grasped that. I pray God reveals that to you and me as you're listening. We are co-heirs with Christ. Co-heirs means we get the same inheritance. We are daughters of a good, good father. Sweet friend, you are worthy. Ladies, you are not inadequate. You are chosen. You are not rejected. You are accepted. You are not forsaken. You are so very loved. You are so very loved. I pray that the Spirit of God reveals that truth to you today as you meditate on that word and as you meditate on what God has to say about you. Listen to that voice of truth. This is Rosalie Elliott with Woman Unplugged. Thank you for tuning in.